Bonjour and hi everyone. Welcome to Hyphenated, the Mixed Mama Life podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and I'll be giving you regular doses of life as a mixed race mama to be. Reminder that you can follow me on Instagram at the Mixed Mama Life and make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss out on any episodes. I'm currently releasing new ones every Friday morning. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Thanks. All right, episode 11 already. Time is flying by. This week's title is Photo Shoots, Creation Stories, Squats and Socks. <laughs> so today is a mismatch of stuff, uh, as you gathered by the title. And just about my week, and also I'm working on some episodes with guests. So it's exciting time. I just hope I can get some recorded before the baby comes. So this past weekend was quite the roller coaster. I'm sure it was for a lot of you as well, with the initial intense lockdown in Ontario that I'm happy has been reversed a little bit or, or loosened a bit. But nonetheless, it caused some last-minute scramble and cancelled plans. And to be honest, I was a bit heartbroken because this is being now extended, this, this third lockdown or whatever you want to call it, is being extended past my due date, like well past my due date. Um, so odds are I'm going to have this baby during this lockdown. So it just means more isolation even after the baby which sucks, but you know what? I will deal. So what were those cancel plans? Well, we had to cancel our photographer and decided to do the maternity shoot ourselves. I had to pick out two spots here in Hamilton. So I picked out uh, the Dundurn Castle, for those who know, and then an awesome mural on a building on Hess Street. So my partner and I got the tripod, we got the GoPro and a cell phone, and basically off we went. The day was windy and a bit overcast, but we managed to get it done just in time before it started to downpour and then hail. Like, what? Like, we're at the end of April and it was hailing and we're in Hamilton of all places. It was so weird. And I'm happy that we got it done early in the afternoon because initially I was thinking, oh, sunset pictures would be nice. We could go like near the brow, which like overlooks like pretty much all of the lower part of Hamilton. And then you could see like the sun setting and I had all these ideas. But anyways, we would have been hailed out <laughs> or rained out. So I'm glad we got it done earlier in the day. Someone must have been looking over us, so thank you. For our homemade COVID-style photo shoot, I had good old Shoppers Drug Mark magnetic lashes. I did my own makeup and hair, and added stick-on nails. Like, so this is not an ad. I am not sponsored by them or anything. But just to tell you how, you know, sometimes you don't need to go all out. I had ordered a $40 dress online almost a month ago now, which was getting pretty tight. So good thing we got it done when we did. 
<laughs> but it did the trick and we took the pictures together uh, and then we took some of me alone and then some of obviously the the baby belly of course so thanks to my creative right brain partner we kind of just went with the flow and didn't really have a plan other than you know those two spots that I had picked out um, and as our photographer said when when I canceled it's all about capturing the moment so I think we did that and I'm very happy with the results. <clears throat> that night I did some simple editing, just going over all the pictures. I did it right on my cell phone with a free app and voila, we have memories of the baby bump forever. I do want to talk about the second location. So the graffiti mural that I said on Hess Street in Hamilton. I really want to talk about that mural and I want to acknowledge the artists because it's near and dear to me for a lot of reasons. So at this place, we took um, our pictures in front of the mural and it was the most fun we had. And I want to share why, again, we chose that spot. So that mural was done by at McMichel and at Dripping Soul. So in the episode description, I've tagged them. A girl that I went to high school with. So we went to high school together and I think we went actually to middle school and high school together. Uh, small town. <laughs> and she's an amazing Métis like graffiti artist who's pretty badass and has left her mark like not only all over Ontario, but all over like she's been all over Canada. She's also been internationally as well to do some um, art display and, and some of her graffiti work. I can spot her work. It's pretty unique and I love it. I follow her and I, I love all the new stuff that she's coming up with. But I remember the first time walking down Hess Street when I was here visiting my partner and I saw it and I knew right away. I said, oh my God, I, I think or, you know, I'm sure this is Dominic's um, mural or painting. So lo and behold, I saw her uh, signature on there and I thought that was so cool. Her co-artist is Ethiopian I believe he's black and so he's a black artist she's Métis like she's um, indigenous and I just love that we have like these mixed artists mixed race artists making this mural and it really represents my partner and I and also this baby so it meant a lot to me but there's even more I also picked this mural because there's a big turtle to my mom, to the indigenous community, but also to my partner. So I'm going to elaborate on this. First, my mom and I had pet turtles when I was little. We called them Charlie and Junior. <laughs> we had them in a, you know, those little aquariums. They're not very deep and they have a part where the turtle can like go in the water and then a part where they can come out and like sunbathe or whatever. <laughs> we had a little light and little things for them. And we would sometimes uh, take them out of the aquarium and let them roam, which I hear like isn't that good to do, but we would do that. So I thought it was so cool that my mom, because my mom loves animals, and I thought it was cool because that was something that we shared, um, especially since I shared a lot of things with my dad. Like my dad and I would play sports and love sports and go hunting and fishing and all that versus my mom was kind of like me. So this was our thing for my mom and I. Loved our turtles. 
Turns out that my partner also had a pet turtle growing up, which his mom actually his mom actually still takes care of. And I think it's amazing that, you know, his turtle lasted this long because I must admit that poor Charlie and Junior, they didn't last that long. <laughs> Disclaimer, Junior got sick and one day he disappeared. We could not find him. We thought he crawled out of, you know, the aquarium at first, but you know, we, we lived in a small apartment and we searched that thing up and down. We never found, we never found Junior. And then not long after Charlie died. And so what we think is that Charlie ate Junior. <laughs> Junior died. So that was the end of our pet turtles. <laughs> it's a, a pretty morbid ending, but, but yeah. I still really cherished the time that I had with them and with my mom. <laughs> but anyways, I thought it was kind of cool that since I don't know a lot of people who have owned turtles or who have them as pets. So I thought it was cool that both my partner and I, you know, had turtles. More importantly, I want to share the deeper meaning of the turtles and how it relates to the indigenous communities or indigenous nations. So especially in Ojibwe, we, well, some of us and call North America Turtle Island or refer to the land or the earth that we're on as Turtle Island. And some of you might have even seen it in some of my Instagram posts, instead of saying, you know, tagging like Canada or Ontario or whatever, I'll tag Turtle Island. And that's where that comes from. There's also a creation story about the turtle, which I'll give a brief overview of. The turtle basically represents life and holds earth on its back. So it's also the animal that represents identity and culture, amongst other things. So that's a good representation, I thought, of me and our child and the whole like maternity shoot since I'm currently holding life in my belly and about to give life. And, you know, we have these mixed identities and cultures between our little family and it's all wrapped up in this beautiful symbolism with the huge turtle in the back. Not to get too philosophical, I guess, but um, all of that I thought was pretty cool in like a hidden message in our maternity shoot. And so with the store, with the creation story, it goes that the earth was flooded because the creator wanted to start a new life or a new earth and get rid of the feuding peoples, which makes you think, especially with all the wars and fighting going on right now and everything going on in the world. It's it's kind of ironic. But so the creator, you know, floods the world and only certain animals survive the flood and one being the turtle and that it swam in the waters and carried everything on its back, essentially creating a new earth from its back. I believe also the one, another version I've heard is where a muskrat also survived. And it was the muskrat that actually swam all the way to the bottom and was able to bring, you know, handfuls or pawfuls <laughs> of soil back up onto the turtle's back, where then, you know, the turtle was able to start growing and feeding a new earth again. So hence the term Turtle Island. Now, all of the creation stories were passed down orally, which I love, um, and have different versions depending on the nation and the language and the location. And well, 
as we know, good old telephone game with passing anything down orally. You never know really what the original story was or if things have changed over the years, which I'm sure it has. I know it changes from nations to nations, but that those are the ones that I know. And, you know, the story makes me love turtles even more. To end on the mural, I just want to say that it's huge. And in my pictures, there's only a small portion showing and it's the actual turtle. And it works out well because the turtle's on the bottom part of the mural. Um, but if you follow me on Instagram, I did post a picture of the fuel uh, of the full mural and I tagged the artists. And like I said, I'll, I'll have them in the description below, which they have a picture as well on, on their pages. All right, moving on to squats and socks now. <laughs> what I'm about to describe, every mom can relate to. Well, I, I think anyways. But it's that ever-growing belly that limits almost all your mobility in the end. I can't bend over. Socks are the worst part of my day and I've never squatted so much in my like everyday life. And this is coming from a girl who used to like love squatting. I would hit the gym every day and squats were part of almost every workout. And yeah, now I squat for anything and everything. Some experience it early on in their pregnancy during like depending on your weight gain or how you carry, how low your how long your torso is, etc. But at one point or another, we've all been there, I believe, you know, you drop something on the ground and you just hesitate. You just, you just look at it and your thoughts scramble from, oh, damn, is it worth picking it up? Can it stay there? Do I really need it before? <laughs> then there's like, you know, one or two things that usually happen for me. One is I squat down and pick it up probably making some noise or deep breaths as I, you know, push myself back up or pull myself up because if there's any kind of assistance nearby uh, or even just like a table or pushing off my own thigh, that's how I get it done. Or two, I keep walking and hope it picks itself up eventually. <laughs> or my partner will get it when, you know, they get home or hope that the cat or the dog will drag it out of sight and then I won't have to squat to pick it up. That's the point of pregnancy that I'm at right now. Oh man. So since bending over isn't an option for me anymore, it's all about squatting, as I said. And damn, do I squat a lot now in my everyday life. My stomach hurts. It feels like stretched out. I can't even carry like a case of pop because I can feel the strain and it feels like my belly is separating, which is uh, so I pretty much feel useless even doing something simple like doing groceries, um, just bending forward at the hips. I feel the pressure in my stomach and my back. So yeah, I'm squatting machine, but I do it in the least graceful way possible. I'm out of breath. I usually make some kind of grunt or noise. <laughs> if I can grab something that's nearby, you bet I'm grabbing on for dear life. Oh man, I, I like, I don't even know 
Like I can just imagine what I look like because most of the times I'm wearing like these oversized track pants. I'm wearing my partner's t-shirts and here I'm grunting and moaning trying to get up from the floor or the couch or whatever. Oh, the good thing is that squatting is good prep for labor and exercises during pregnancy. So I just keep reminding myself that it's good for me. (laughs) That's my motivation because it's about the only exercises that I do on a regular basis. (laughs) The lack of bending forward leads me to socks. Socks are now the worst. I never thought this would be a thing, but they are the worst thing during my pregnancy. They're my nemesis and my daily thing that I struggle with. This is what I struggle with the most. Like who knew it would be freaking socks. So since we mostly live in a basement, just our kitchen is on the main floor, which is why a lot of my videos, if you're on Instagram or there, they're, they're in the kitchen because better lighting on the main floor, etc. So yeah, I spend my days working from home in our basement. So it's cooler and socks are needed. And for those who follow me know that I also need socks since we have a cat that gives me hives unless my skin is covered. So yeah, socks are mandatory. Some days though, I can't be bothered to wear socks. I wear slippers but it's not the same. I actually enjoy wearing socks and it keeps my temperature leveled and it make, if that makes any sense to you guys. Whereas slippers tend to make me get like cold sweats and I get uncomfortable wearing them all day. Like who knew you'd be listening to me talking about cold sweats, but here we are. But seriously, anyone else get that or am I just weird? Let me know. Since my partner now works away from home, I can't bug him to put my socks on because I'm, you know, too lazy to get up before he leaves in the mornings because that's another thing that's hard to do when you're really pregnant is to just get out of bed. Oh my geez. It's a whole ordeal. And about two weeks ago, I actually rolled out of bed and well, I kept rolling and fell off off the bed onto my ass. I was laughing so hard, but the look on my partner's face (laughs) was shock and worry. And I couldn't even catch my breath to tell him like I was okay because I was laughing too hard and struggling to try to turn around to get on my knees to get up. I was, oh my God. It was like, you had to be there moment, but man, I got a good belly laugh and no, it didn't hurt. Thankfully, our bed is super low to the ground. So I landed on my butt and all is well. But yeah, this is where like turbo boost would have been useful instead of him just standing there in shock. And those of you who haven't heard, we call the turbo boost when my partner helps me uh, get up from the couch or anywhere else, really. He physically just boosts me up. So turbo boost to the rescue wow, being pregnant is a fun ride. (laughs) Okay, I think I'm going to end with that for this week. I'm near the 20 minute mark. So I think that's enough. Uh, (laughs) I am 37 weeks pregnant today for listening on Friday, which is crazy and exciting all at once. Baby P is still head down and putting way more pressure on my bladder. So yeah, fun times. And the end is near, I hope. 
So, miigwech, merci, thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend and week ahead. For any feedback or suggestions, collaborations, you can contact me on Instagram at The Mixed Mama Life, or you can email me, themixedmamalife at gmail.com, or a direct voicemail on my Anchor website.